since it's your episode, do you want to start it? <laughs> okay, hold on, hold on, ready? Hello. <laughs> and welcome to, to casual, casual Casualties, where we talk about casualties. Casually. <laughs> yep, that's it. There it is. That right there is going to be... We can never top it. That we peaked. We have peaked. We peaked too soon. Fuck. I'll just copy and paste it, just like I do with all my other hopes and dreams. <laughs> <laughs> it's not in a trash can somewhere. Have I, I don't think I've told that. Have I told that for the podcast yet? No, I don't think so. Have I told you this yet? I don't know. Okay, so um, I was I was trying my damnedest to be a DIY bride, um, and so I thought it'd be super cute to get some succulents and do that thing where you pull off the leaves and multiply them like little bunny rabbits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Turns out I'm not a botanist. <laughs> not a green witch. No, 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 no. But um, so I went and I bought like three little succulents at this cute little like plant nursery. And I was talking about how excited I was to finally have a plant that I might actually be able to like manage because like I suck at taking care of plants. Succulents are supposed to be easy. And the cashier guy was like, yeah, really? You just kind of got to ignore them and they thrive. And I'm like, sweet. I'll put them right next to my childhood trauma. <laughs> just toss that shit in a dark room and lock the door. <laughs> And behind me, my my little brother is, like, dying. And the guy is looking at me traumatized. And, like, I realized it, read the room a little too late, and I was like, oh, but don't worry, we're not going to unpack that now. I don't want to, I don't want to traumatize you, too. Further than I clearly already have. And then his only response was, yeah, but, like, they need light. It's like, but don't put them in the dark. <laughs> yeah, but like, they die. need light. <laughs> and like, but my childhood trauma doesn't see the light, so why <laughs> Side note, plants are not dead. They're just not breeding. <laughs> Michael's like a genius with plants. Yeah, I don't know what's wrong with him. I was gonna hand him off to him and be like, here you go. Here you go. But by then I had already Ooh. done too much damage and I was like, he's gonna think I fished these things out of a dumpster, so now they're just gonna live here. <laughs> They'll just live here in my shame. <laughs> it's fine. We're fine. It's fine. It's fine. That is my life. That meme. <laughs> that is my life. That sums it up. One of my coworkers, like, cause you know how with the apples you can like change everything now to make it look aesthetically pleasing mm-hmm. well she changed the little app widget for work to that meme so when they go to check their schedule <laughs> that's what they have to click on <laughs> i love that so much <laughs> i need to find the, i need to do this with my work phone yes and you do make it one of the most used apps on my phone yes you do that's great <laughs> we're gonna talk about jerry lee lochner January 8th, 2011. Are you really going off Google and not your notes? No, no, I'm going off Google. Oh, okay, I was so concerned. I'm just going to use That's fine. Becca, we can't do that. January 8th, 2011. Uh, So, real quick, I want to start with this beautiful mugshot. Oh, Jesus (laughs) Christ, he looks like a thumb. That's what you were pulling up. Oh my god. Is that really what he looks that, like? That was his mugshot. I don't remember. So that was his mugshot. That was the <sighs> picture they took when they had him in custody. Yep. Ew. He looks gross. And then, like, that's what he looked like in high school. Like, 
So, yeah, there's his mugs before he shaved his head up. So, to be, to clear it up, he shaved his head after he was in custody. How? I don't know. With what? I'm guessing he asked for a haircut or something. <laughs> like, bro, just... I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I don't know, just, like, the one of him in band kills me. Because there's so much hair. Well, like, not only like... is not only is it because there's so much hair, but, like, I'm pretty sure I went to a high school. Like, I went to high school with a guy that looked like him yeah. at the same high school that this guy went to. Small, like, disclaimer, he and I never went to the same school at the same time, so I know it wasn't him that I was interacting with, but. But it looks like a guy. Yeah, like, I was in marching band school. when I was in high school, too. And he was in band in high school. Oh, my God. Like. Yeah, and, like, um, yeah. So, wait, okay. This happened in 2011? So, yeah, the shooting happened in 2011. That was my sophomore year in high school. Yeah. That was the year that Kyle and I got together. So, yeah, January 8th, 2011. That was before we got together. So, that was actually my freshman year. I was a junior? Yeah. Yeah. School sucked. <laughs> um, yeah. So, we're talking about thumbhead. Senior thumbhead. Like, oh, was I him in the hospital? No, that's one of the victims in the hospital. Oh, okay. And that was the guy that stopped him, like, tackled him to the ground. Oh, I know that guy. He's he married to. He's married to one of Kyle's coworkers. Nice. So, yeah. So, fun fact he did go to our school and mm-hmm. he went to school with my older brother. And my brother had a class with him. Please tell me you have some first hand stories. Oh, I have. I have one. And it was actually something that people talked about that I, in like, the articles I found. And I was like, oh, my God. My brother told me about this. That he no said way. that. Like, oh, my God. Yeah, so I think this case is kind of hard because it's like I it's not like it's personal, but it was like it happened to me in real time. Yeah, no, definitely because I remember like I was I was still like at the age where like my parents were watching the news and I was half heartedly listening mm-hmm. because there wasn't anything else to do. Yeah, like so, but like this happened like miles from our school. Yeah, this happened like like realistically. You know, some crazy world. It would be probable that we would have been there. So, the day that it happened, I was staying the night at a friend's house. Okay. And we've been up late that night, obviously, as you do in high school. <laughs> Thank you. I had to contribute. I know you <laughs> oh my god, we just lost like eight of the ten viewers that we've gained. That's fine. Only the real ones will stay. Uh, at least they're burp jokes and not fart jokes. That's true. Jesus Christ. Okay, sorry. Continuing. <clears throat> stayed so, up late. Uh, stayed up late. So we didn't wake up until like 9, 10 in the morning. So the shooting happened. That's late to you. Well, especially now. <laughs> it's a parent that is late. Um, so we woke up to like a bunch of missed calls on both of our phones from both of our parents and they were like where are you like what are you doing are you saying what were the two of you doing that both of your parents didn't know where you were i i don't i think they were just kind of like oh my god what if they were there but like weren't you at one of the parents's houses well so we were at her her house when she lived with her dad 
and they lived like five minutes, not even five oh, minutes. Okay. Like it was a five minute walk to her house from my house. Oh, okay. So. So, but like her parents were split, so her so, mom was messed up. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. yeah. So. And I was like, what are you doing, Yahoo? <laughs> we were like, what the fuck is going on? And then so we pulled up the news and I was like, oh shit. And then, like, I feel like a really bad person, but it happened at the place, grocery store called Safeway. <laughs> and I was just like, not so safe, go. is it? <laughs> Which one did it happen at? The one on Oracle and Ina. Ina and Oracle. Shit. Yeah. Oh, my God. Walgreens right next to it. Yeah. Dude. Weird, right? Uh, like, my family was always, like, a Walmart family through and through. Yeah, same. But Walmart like, and Costco. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yep. Just, like, how close that was to, like, our high school. Just, yeah. like, how close that was in general just to, like, to, just Tucson. Yeah. Like, Jesus. Talk about a hometown, man. Okay, so he was born in? September 10, 1988. So he was a Virgo. A Virgo. I don't know jack shit about Me Virgos. Me either. Virgos are always paying attention to the smallest details. Their ruling planet of Virgo is Mercury. <laughs> makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yep. Okay, so Jerry Lee Lochner, probably not block the microphone, uh, was born to his parents, Annie and Randy. He was an only child. This is another reason to not have... Yeah, I'm talking to you. I know. <laughs> no, dogs do not equate to siblings. One dog plus two cats. Does that equal? Uh, I can't tell you how many stories child. I have of all of the things, like the concussions that my siblings and I have given each other. Um, there was that one time that I broke my little brother's thumb on Christmas Eve. There was that other time that my little sister put my little brother through a garage door. Um, there was another time that my little sister put my little brother through a glass table and cut his arm open. And then my little sister then using butterfly stitches, like butterfly like band-aid okay. closures patched him up and now she's in so, the military in the in the hospital yeah she's in the medical field yes. now so like yeah no you need siblings so that those kinds of shenanigans can happen my poor little brother was a fucking punching bag well shit. i mean i'm not saying that you have to be a punching bag to two older siblings to have respect for women but that boy has respect for women. That's true. He's a good boy. He's a good kid. His girlfriend is very well taken care of. Yes. So. All right. Man. Well, I'll just go ahead and get on getting pregnant. <laughs> this podcast relies on you having drinks. You're right. It does. So, if you could not, that would. But then be I'll have her. an only child. And though she's not a Virgo, she's on the cusp of it. I mean... Yeah. Damned if you do, damned if you don't. Plenty of only children have turned out fine, right? Yeah. My hairstylist was an only child. She's the shit. Love her. There you go. See, you're good. She'll be fine. Are you telling yourself? She'll be fine. It'll be fine. She will be great. Um, neighbors describe the family as private and isolated. Uh, 
one of the neighbors said that while the neighborhood kids would be playing together, uh, Jared was never allowed to. He would watch from a window. <laughs> That's so sad. I mean... Like, he wasn't allowed to play with do them. Do they know that he wasn't allowed to play with them? I, I mean, yeah, I even allegedly. Because, like, but not gonna be, like, lie. They would be outside playing. If you were an only child and you don't know how to handle social situations, you don't want to be outside. Yeah. Not to mention the fact, like, I was always a I'd rather read my book kind of kid. Yeah. So, like, I wouldn't be out there playing with the other kids. I'd be sitting in a reading. window reading my motherfucking book, hoping everybody leaves me the fuck alone. And he was just like, I'm gonna sit in this window. So, I mean, like, maybe this is just some some psychological issues. Yeah. Maybe this was parents being damaging. Or maybe this was just people trying to make mountains maybe, out of molehills. Yeah, yeah. I feel, I feel like was... It's kind of like when somebody, like, unfortunately, commits suicide and everybody, all of a sudden, was like, oh, we were best friends. Like, yeah. bitch, you bullied like they her. Make like, it no. A story about themselves. Yeah, so I wonder, like, how much of this is just neighbors being like, <laughs> I know something. <laughs> oh, let me spill the tea. Would you like, can I, can I get an interview? Can please? I get, like, some. Make five sure minutes, my name's in there. Five minutes of fame, please. I lived next to a child who grew up to be a crazy person. I want. I would like. I want some recognition, some please. Please, yes. I don't know what that nasally voice is. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is my. I like my. With my camera voice. <laughs> I don't know. Who's that? Oh, you're watching. Okay, I need to remember to fucking. Is it telling you to move? Maybe. I'm a lazy bitch, okay? He's <laughs> like, it's not. Okay. Uh, he would watch from a window. Jared's dad became a stay at home dad while his mom worked for the city parks department. And his dad is like a retired gasoline driver, I think. Oh, like one of the guys that deliver. Um, Gas to the gas stations? Yeah, his dad was a retired gasoline truck driver. So he was retired, he became a stay-at-home dad, or he was retired and was like, yeah, cool, this is my life now. So his mom would go to work, though. And they said, like, neighbors said that when they, like, they used to have pleasantries with them, and it would be like, you know, like, typical neighborly stuff, like, Mm -hmm. good morning, and I'm like, please don't talk to me. People like if I ever buy a house because you know the economy sucks, yeah. all of my neighbors are gonna be like, "What's fucking wrong with them?" Because like, not only am I going to be like weird as balls, hundred percent, but like I don't don't talk to me. I don't don't talk to me. Let me alone. Step one, I have my headphones in. Don't fucking talk to me. Step two, I have a weapon on me at all times. Don't fucking talk to me. Step me three, alone. I will have my dog with me. Yes. And my dog knows that I don't like people. Don't stop to talk to me. Don't stop to say hi to my dog. If I ever have children, do not touch them. No, do not touch them. Do not. Just don't. Stranger danger. Please respect that. I'm trying to teach them to not like people for a reason. Yeah. People suck. People suck. They're the real (laughs) monsters. Luna will say something about a monster, and I'm like, Luna, the real monsters are people. Yeah, no, I low-key already plan on, if I ever have a kid complain to me about there being a monster under their bed, being like, no, sweetie, you're the monster under their bed. <laughs> you're the monster on top of the bed. Yeah, they're scared of you, That's honey. Why That's hiding. why they're under the bed. Yeah. They don't want to talk to you. They're scared. They're like, oh, hide, hide me. <laughs> I've done that once to a babysitting kid, and they, like, 
I really shouldn't have. I was 16. I didn't know what I was doing. Did not have any child care knowledge at all. I do now. And I realized how damaging that really could be to a child's psyche. But that kid um, was never scared of the dark ever again. Hey, look at that. And so, like, that kid would, like, get down and, like, under their bed before they would go to bed. And they were, they'd never had trouble sleeping ever again. And the parents were grateful. I realize now that that, again, can be damaging to one psyche. But at 16, I was tired of putting the kid back to bed after the parents were gone. So I was like, I'm just sorry. I'm just trying to sit here and text my boyfriend. Like, could you not? Could you fuck off? Thanks. You're the scary monster. As all 16 year old kids would do. You are the scary monster. Good night. Thank you for coming to my TikTok. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. Um, something had changed in the family that neighbors noted. They became so isolated, no one would leave the house. So, like, the mom stopped going to work. She just, everyone stayed in the house. At what point Nobody is left. this? That would have been, like, 1998. One neighbor who wanted to stay anonymous, uh, because she's actually afraid of Randy, the, na- uh, the dad, uh, said... And this is a quote, contempt breeds contempt. The family was contemptuous. It wasn't the son. It was the father. Um, so I feel like there's definitely something in the family dynamic that maybe was not so great. Uh, one of Lofner's high school friends claimed that Lofner once said he loved his dog Hannah more than his own parents. I mean, like, if you would have asked me that when I was in high school, like, my dog was the shit, you know? My dog is there for me. You guys aren't. I mean, not even that, though. Like, my dog doesn't make me put my cell phone on the table at night. Granted, my parents were doing what they thought was important to make sure I slept. But, like, my dog didn't make me do that. (laughs) Yeah, my dog was cool as shit. My 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 point is, I think, is just like high schoolers live their life as if everything is ending That's constantly, angst. and so yeah, all of that angst is gonna bubble up, and obviously you're gonna think you hate everyone yeah. and everything all the time. So I don't know how much of that was angst and how much of that was just like home life was tough. Yeah. Um. So he described. So the same friend described. Um, a cold and unwelcoming home and he would hang out at his house. So he said it was very, like, there were just instruments everywhere and it was, like, a very just cold place to be. Instruments like, cool instruments. I mean, he was in band, so maybe his parents... I could... I had such a hard time finding anything about the parents. So the whole thing about them really wanting to live a private life, like really translated they really did a great job like if you google his parents this is the only picture that comes up for them that's it it's the only picture (laughs) (laughs) i'm looking at a man and a woman wearing almost all black with blacked out sunglasses and grimaces on their face get into a vehicle i think yeah they're getting into a vehicle so this was taken after her hair is done flawlessly though yeah so they were being and that picked up. Thing. I know. <laughs> the glasses on his face are like the really round ones. So I don't know. And he's wearing like that black leather jacket. And I think she's wearing a black leather jacket. Yes, too, she is. Which is like 
Arizona. Like, with black leather. Like, black leather. This wasn't was January. January. But, like... So, like, you could wear it until, like, 9 o'clock in the morning, yeah. and then it's too hot. Yeah. So, they were being picked up by a car that took them downtown um, for the deposition. No, it was just to meet up with, like, his defense lawyer. Yeah. Which is, like, okay, buddy. But, like, how do you... Like, it's so weird when you have so much proof and so much evidence against someone and you know they were the person, but they still have to treat it as, allegedly, he's a suspect, like, even though they, not Even though he yet. got physically tackled. He was physically tackled. He was, there, it was, like, there were security cameras, like, they know it was him that did it. But they have to treat it, like, especially in cases like that, they have to treat it extra carefully because they don't want to have a mistrial for any Absolutely. So it's, like, even though it's, like, obviously he's the guy that did it, they have to treat it innocent until proven guilty. Which is true. It is how our legal system is made to work. Yeah. So, yeah. So, it's just... And, like, I was trying to find interviews with the parents. Like, there is nothing... There is nothing on them. Um, there's just, like, they released statements to, like, newscasts, like, how deeply sorry and um, devastated they are about it. And, like, that's, like, that's it. That's just statements. No. What? Continue. Okay. No talking about, like, I don't know. No actually talking to people about it. Hmm. So, and then even, like, <laughs> so, like, the parents, like, their profiles for, is just that picture. Like, that is the only picture. It's so weird. So bizarre. Okay. Um, so, yeah, that's actually what I put next. I had some trouble getting information about Jared's home life growing up, which I think proves the privacy they seem to have. Um, so Jared attended Mountain View High School until he dropped out in 2006. So he dropped out of high school. Nice. Um, around this time, friends were saying that he his kind of personality just shifted. Um, How old was he at this point? So he was a junior in high school. So about 17? Yeah. So 17, 18. So he went to Mountain View High School. Before he dropped out, he was in government class with my brother. Dun, dun, dun. And one day in this government class... Which I'm pretty sure I had the same government teacher that I Um, Gabrielle Giffords was a spokesperson. And so this was his, his class. This was his junior year of high school. Okay. Same, <clears throat> same year he dropped out. And he asked her a question, which made no damn sense. What? Um, so he asked her a question and it was um how can government exist if words have no meaning? I feel like you gotta be real stoned to be able to dig into that one. <laughs> so like <clears throat> I mean like how does government work properly if words if don't exist. nobody holds themselves to their own words so like how like like 
politicians and famous people don't really ha- abide by the same rules. Yeah, they live different lives. So, like, if, or if words don't mean the same to everybody, then how does our government continue to exist? Nope. Maybe? I don't think there is anything behind it. <sighs> because she, so she didn't understand the question. Uh, understandably, and I mean, did. to some extent, like he was a high school boy. Like, how hard is it to fathom a high school boy just wanting to ask something off the wall yeah. to get some laughs from any yeah. of the other high schoolers? Yeah. Or like, 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 is he just being funny? I don't understand. So she didn't answer it. She was just kind of like, uh, so she went. She just kept like taking other questions, like doing her spiel. So like my brother, like my brother told me about. This. Oh my After it happened, my brother was like, yeah, like, there was one day in government when Gabrielle Giffords was actually in the class, and he asked this question, and I was like, the fuck? And then I was like, I wonder if him, her not answering is what made him, like, target, target her? her. Like, Ooh. so he started to say, like, she's not a real politician, like, she didn't understand the question, only a real politician would understand the question, like. So there definitely <laughs> sounds like some form of mental illness yes. taking part here. This is 100% mental illness issue undiagnosed does that end up playing into the no so actually with the trial he was deemed fit to stand trial really yeah so so drugs must be a hell of a drug then yes so when he dropped out um before he had dropped out he was very heavily into like smoking pot cocaine alcohol like heavily heavily substance abuse um okay my junior year of high school, though at that point in time, the worst thing that I'd ever been exposed to was one of my friends who was a stoner offered to let me try her grape prime time. <laughs> to which I was so scared. I was like, oh no, 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 I couldn't possibly do it. Oh no. Dare, man. Like I was so thoroughly scared of anything and everything like that that I was like, no, 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 no. You can you do you fam, but I'm gonna go home now. So, <laughs> apparently, so, yeah. my high school experience was vastly different than this man's. Yeah, like, alcohol, cocaine, pot, like, any one of those things, okay, sure, you like to party. All of them, though? Like, Okay, no, there is one. there is no okay sure about about cocaine in one. high school. There is no okay sure, okay sure about cocaine. cocaine. You gotta snore cocaine, just a little bit. Just do a little Like, bit. I get it. All of the, all of the like, <laughs> Lifetime movies that they put teens in, they're all drinking alcohol, like they're all smoking weed, they're all yeah. having sex. I can accept those things for most normal okay. teens. I can accept the fact that I was a lame-ass teen. Same. But cocaine? Yeah. And cocaine accessories? Yeah. So, um, friends that he went to high school with said that he really went off the deep end after his, like, long-term girlfriend had broken up with him. And, like, she even said, like, after the shooting, she was shocked because she always knew him as, like, sweet, caring Jared. Oh, really? And, yeah. So, definitely, I'm thinking a mental health thing. So, like, I don't remember where I picked it up, but, like, in women, you start to really show symptoms and, like, it really starts standing out if you have, like, schizophrenia or something like, like your, mental illness yeah mental illness there are some that will pop out like later in life like your mid-20s with so, guys though isn't it closer to like 18 to 20 yeah so it's like 18 to 25 i think with men okay with men is when it pops its head out 
So he rears was... its ugly head out of the depths of your childhood trauma, just yeah. like my hair. It's Johnny. <laughs> Hello, you thought you had a healthy childhood and you were no. a normal person. <laughs> Anybody and everybody who downloaded TikTok during the pandemic, like, oh, <laughs> you're like, oh. is it ADHD or is it disassociation? <laughs> <laughs> Have fun figuring that one out. Or you don't, because I don't know. So. Drug and alcohol abuse can absolutely trigger schizophrenia. So, like, if it was already in your genetic data, so if you're already utilizing hard drugs and regularly drinking alcohol, is going to expedite that process. Yep, and make it um, which is why frequent trigger. Yeah, specifically marijuana and cocaine. Because like, so junior year, that's probably like sixteen, seventeen years old. So it did kind of onset a little early, potentially, if that was the issue. If he was doing the drugs, yeah. Well, if if mental illness was really the issue. Yeah, and so he was abusing all these substances, so it was probably like, hello. Here's Johnny. Yes. Okay. Here's Jared. (laughs) Here's schizophrenia. (laughs) So he, friends said that like he, his personality totally shifted. So like his girlfriend was saying he was really sweet and like caring. And then he started saying ex-girlfriend. Um, so he started saying things like the question he asked Gabrielle Giffords and, like, other nonsensical things. So, like, maybe just his brain cells were having trouble, you know, getting together. (laughs) Yeah. So he also was very heavy and very, very big into lucid dreaming. Which, I mean, like, you do you, boo. You do that. But, like, friends started to say that he preferred to spend his time doing the lucid dreaming than in actual reality. So, like, as time went on, he, he spent prefer, more time okay. in this faith world. And so, so like, some people... heavily disassociating. Heavily, heavily. And the, I don't remember what it's, like, it's not a religion, but, like, a belief. And it's basically just the belief in nothingness. So, like, everything is nothingness. Nothing means anything. And he was very heavily into believing in that. Stop um, beating up my equipment, Jesus. I will not. <laughs> Never. Never. Oh, that was That close. was a really weird <laughs> No wonder your child's possessed. So are you. Uh, it's just a small possession. It's fine. Just a little bit. So, like, they don't physically take control of you. They just... Just every now and then it brings a possession. Mom, that's over here. Okay. Okay. Um, so... He, yeah, he believed in nothingness. And so, you know, it makes, like, you know, the question he asked, if, how could government exist if words have no meaning? It's because he believes that everything is nothing. Okay, so that kind of makes a little bit more sense, I guess. So, yeah, he's... Pair that with some some cocaine, some weed, and some lucid dreaming. Mm -hmm. Maybe a little bit of those black lights that every teen had, every edgy teen had in their room, or every cool edgy teen had in their room. Those of us who couldn't afford them just went to their friend's house who did have them. Yeah. (laughs) There's that poster of the teddy bear that's, like, all neon colors that, like, glows funny in those lights. Some tie-dye poster somewhere. Somewhere, yeah. Yeah. Um, So he was heavily, heavily disassociating with the world. Um, And then reports say that he kind of stopped the substance abuse in about 2008. Okay. So he, like, got clean, but I don't know how much, if, like... How much of that really is, is true, true, or if he just got better at hiding it from his friends. Yeah, so it's, like, 
And even if it wasn't maybe so hard on the substance abuse, he was still very big in the lucid dreaming and, like, everything is nothing. Which makes me wonder how much, like, hallucinogenics were brought into play there. Yeah. Like, if there was any kind of acid usage or anything like that. Like, LSD. Oh, actually, so it wasn't just... It wasn't um, just cocaine? It wasn't just cocaine. Oh, Jesus. So, it was... Um... Drugs including cannabis, cocaine, psychedelic mushrooms, LSD, salvia divinorum, which is a hallucinogen yep. that's legal in Arizona. What? Salvia? Yeah. Huh. Didn't know that. Weird. Um, yeah, so it wasn't just cocaine and pot. It wasn't just like, oh yeah, it's the, pot. See, okay, it's no, the hallucinogenics cocaine. make far more sense to me than the cocaine does. Yeah, so it was all of it. Okay. He, he began to abuse everything. Um, and then, yeah, so he's, like, gave it up in 2008, allegedly. Allegedly. But was very big in the lucid dreaming still, and the belief in nothingness, and then at some point, he started to attend Pima Community College. Uh, so he dropped out of high school in 2006, started going to Pima. How? Did he I get his to have... Well, he very, he could have just, um, because I think Pima GED. has a GED program. Yeah. So he may have been going to Pima for his GED? Possibly. Maybe. There was this one time that I was in class and we had a full lockdown because there was a guy who wasn't happy that he had gotten broken up with and was prowling the campus with a gun. And I didn't even know it. My teacher got a notification, locked the door, and then continued teaching. What the fuck? And I didn't know about it, and so my parents were frantically calling me, and they're like, are you on campus right now? And I'm like, yeah, why? And they're like, well, there's a gunman! And I'm like... You're like, what are you talking about? But we're just in class chilling. Like, we're just chilling. Everything's like, normal so over here. And then there was, like, an officer that came to our class, and I was like, hey, you guys are good now. And I was like... You're like, we weren't... Wait, hold on. We weren't good? I was like, we, well, we weren't. I'm sorry, were we not good before? And so, like, okay... It was, we were on the third story, like, the third story part of the building, because mm-hmm. there's different buildings or whatever, and it was an art class. And so we were just, like, I had my headphones in, I was just painting. Yeah. I was vibing, and it was, like, a four-hour-long class. Damn. It only met once a week. Damn. Oh, this is a Pima. Yes. I'm saying, like, high school. No. It was a four-hour-long class. Holy shit, a Yeah, and then we got... There, I, I guess there was a lockdown, and my teacher just didn't say anything. She just said, we're going to work through our break today. And she locked the door and said nobody get. Uh, she was like, yeah, let's not go outside for, for the time being. Okay, but me, I would have a problem with being locked in class. I would be like, why are you locking me in here? I didn't even really think about it. That was back before I knew that people die in scary, tragic ways all the time. <laughs> like, that's because I really invested <laughs> all this energy into murder on a daily. Yeah. All right, so he went to Pima. So he went to Pima. Um, multiple teachers did interviews afterwards. Specifically, his like the math teacher that he had mm-hmm. um, said that he would have and that mugshot I showed you. Mm-hmm. Um, two of his teachers, I think one of them was a history teacher, so that was the exact face he would have, that little creepy smirk. But I think he had hair at the time, so maybe a little less creepy. I don't, I don't know. know if the hair was it worse or not. Um, was his eye still that sunken in? Mm. I mean, to be fair, that's his mugshot. He probably, like, he had just gotten tackled, so. Yeah. I know, maybe it's black. I don't know. So, but that's the exact smile and, like, smirk you'd have on his face when, like, someone would be talking about something in class about, like, 
like emotional stuff. Like, <laughs> like they were upset about something. That would be safe. So like that one person was giving the teacher the sob story because they didn't do their homework. No, like they were telling a story for a class. For math? No, not math. Oh, okay. for the other one. But, like, the math teacher said that he would sit in class, and he would sit in the back of the class. Yep. And he wrote something in his journal. It was, like, Mayhem mayhem Fest. So, he wrote Mayhem Fest across one of his papers, and the teacher called, like, the campus, like, security, because he was, like... This guy's kind of off. Like, he got a really bad vibe off the dude. Yeah. Understandably. Um, police, so, campus police were called, and it was, like, investigated. So, police were called to Pima campus five times in a seven-month span while Jared was in the, well, for, on Jared, while he was attending okay. it. Um, five times. Um, it got to the point, they found, he did a video, which I'll, I'll show you. It was a YouTube video that he made, and he was walking around Pima campus. And saying that the school was, like, unconstitutional, and, like, it was nighttime, and he was just going on, and it made no sense. And the campus was like, hmm, you need to get evaluated, like, you need a psyche eval. So they suspended him on the terms that he needed to get it, like, a, a mental, diag- like, yeah, diagnosis, and then he could return. Mm-hmm. Instead, he opted to just withdraw. So he's like, nah, I'm just done going to school. This is just getting more real and realer and realer to me, just because, like... Because you went to Pima. Yeah, no, like, granted, there's, like, a good span of years in between when he went to these places and when I went to these places, but, like, we shared the same band room. Yeah. Like, we, we shared the same, like the same college campus like granted i didn't finish out there i just started there but like oh my fucking god (laughs) it's so weird like just how local it is okay so here's the video i don't know why i never really looked into this so this is him recording yeah but like this isn't even that late at night like there's a bunch of cars there there's like there's classes we're examining the torture of students we are looking at students who have been tortured. Their low-income pay in two wars. The war that we are in right now is currently illegal under the Constitution. What makes it illegal is the currency. The data is also wrong. The data is wrong. It's impossible for you that data. It's mind control. No, the, the date. date. That's the fucking library. Like, how's it going? Thanks for the bee. I'm, I'm pissed off. Who's that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was another thing. So he basically like emailed his. He had a lot of correspondence. Okay, really quick. I want to source that um what video word. So YouTube. So this was YouTube's Jared Lee Lofner genocide. Genocide School rant video by Really Rick. Yeah. Uh, it was posted 10 years ago. It's got thousands of fucking views. Mm-hmm. So I uh, just wanted to plug that really quick. If you want to hear the full thing, which is, it's a three minute long video. That was just the first minute. Um, if you want to hear the full thing, go to that on um, on YouTube. Go on YouTube. 
Yeah. It's just striking. Yeah, well, and, like, there's one point he's in front of the library, and he's like, the books here are unconstitutional, or, like, it just makes no sense. But, like, so he had many, like, several email correspondences with all of his teachers that it's, like, basically he didn't accept any, he said he demanded basically an A in every class, and he deserved nothing less than an A for the work that he was submitting. Oh. Yeah. And it's, like, so he was pissed off at all of his teachers because he wasn't getting an A. So that's why in the video he was, like, really pissed off about the B. And the guy's, like, what? Because <laughs> he was, like, I deserve an A. Like That's fucking bad shit. Yeah, it made no sense. So this video was posted. The school was, like, all right, like, we've had campus police, like, we've had the police called on you five times in the last seven months. Like, you're done. Like, you need to be psychologically mm-hmm. evaluated, and until then, you are suspended from further attending the class. And so he was just like, that's cool. I'm just going to go to school anymore. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So, yeah. Really weird. So this is, this is why I had such a hard time looking into this. It was like, I wanted someone else to cover it, so I didn't have to do the digging. I just wanted to hear it. Nice. Cause like looking into all this is just like, do you like? That's how I feel about the case that I'm researching right now. So, um, so he was so September 2010 is mm-hmm. when he stopped attending FEMA. Oh, right around his birthday. Yeah, no, that's funny. Okay, so this is a year before. So this is not even the a shooting. year before September 2010, was... January 2011. Oh, fuck. So, so this, this is right before. Months before. So then an article came out in 2013. Um, I think I saw it on CNN. And the parents were talking about how, like, weeks before the shooting happened, they became increasingly worried about his state of mind. Okay. And every night they would disable his clock so that he couldn't leave. And he also had a shotgun that they confiscated off of, based off of the Pima Community College thing because they thought he felt like he was a threat. And so based off of their advice, they confiscated a shotgun that he had. So his parents were like, nah, our kid's unstable. Yeah, but so they still instead of get getting needed. In, instead of admitting that there may potentially be a psychological problem, yeah. they chose to hide all of that hide, in a dark yeah quiet room mm-hmm. and just take away all of its sharp objects yep so every night a lot of good that did them every night for three weeks before the shooting they would disable his car and take his shotgun and well i think well, they, they took they it and it was shotgun, it yeah so he went to a sportsman's warehouse in marana i was like i already know which one I know, you can picture it, I already it, right? know which one. It's the one over by Costco. Yeah. <gasps> Jesus. So, it's like, it's just so weird. So, yeah, he went, he bought again, same day. Um, Even though he had prior, so he prior had, he had priors on his record for drug paraphernalia okay. and something with, like, um... Like, it's like a speeding ticket or something, like a traffic violation. Okay, so he had a traffic violation, and he also had a shoot. He had a run-in with the cops regarding drugs. Yeah. And they still sold him a weapon he as well as ammo. had it expunged from his record. He must have been underage when that happened. Yeah. So it was cleared from his record at the time that he bought the gun. 
Um, and people were wondering, like, thinking maybe he did it too by the end, but he was, he tried to join the military in 2008, but they wouldn't let him join because he admitted to using, to smoking pot. Yep. And you can't join of, if you okay, I'm sorry, but of all of the things, fucking pot. Yeah. Which I mean, like, now probably shouldn't be an issue because Arizona made it legal. Yeah. But it's like, it, but I think it still would be an issue because still federally, it's not. Mm, that's true. And if you're working for the government. Yeah, that's fair. Mm. That's fair. So, yeah. Um, so you bought the shotgun, and then I think it was the night before the morning of, he went to buy ammo. I don't remember where he went. He went one place to buy the ammo, but he stopped, and he went to a Walmart instead and bought his, it was like a 9mm. Okay. Went to the Walmart, and then he was in his own car, and he was driving, and he got pulled over. So this is the morning of the shooting. We need to do an entire mini-episode of all of the, like, big, bad, evil guys who, who get pulled over the day during, during, before, or directly after yeah. doing something they shouldn't have been doing. Like, I can't even imagine being that officer who... Was just, just like everything just was did the traffic here. stop. Like, like I mean, there's only so much officers. You're can not a do. mind reader. They're not gonna dig through your trunk to see that there's a like a dead body there. Fucking yeah. Ed Kemper. <laughs> like they're not gonna. Yeah. Oh my god. So yeah. So he was on his. So he was driving. I'm, I'm assuming he was going back home. So because he took a taxi to the actual to save. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he had a taxi. So got pulled over. And he started crying to the officer. And the guy was like, like, just drive safe. Like, I'll just, just let be you careful, off the yeah. morning, you know? And he was like, you know, like, I've just been in a really hard place lately. So right and, there like, for anybody and everybody who wants to say that Tucson, Marana, or Aura Valley police officers are dicks, right there, there it is. Yeah, <laughs> it was like, I'll just, you know, like, I'll let you go. Like, I'll let you off. Maybe I don't see it because I'm a girl, but I've never had an issue with a cop. Same. I've been pulled over, and I'm usually just let off with It's not because you work for a cult, is it? No, it actually isn't. Well, the first time I was driving my little green slug bug. <laughs> so I was this little white girl in my little <laughs> green slug bug. <laughs> and it was like 11 o'clock at night, and it was like a rolling stop. And, like, there was literally nobody. So... He was like, just drive safe. And then that other time, I was actually driving down that road that the cool church is on. <laughs> Didn't come to a complete stop. What's up with you and stopping? <laughs> like, full stop. I, I am much better at it now. I will full stop. Even if there is nobody and there's one car behind me, I will full stop and piss them off. <laughs> That's funny. Um, he pulled I've me over. And I was, like, in my jammies because I think at the time I was taking my boyfriend to school because he had a first grade and I didn't. <laughs> so I would pick him up, take him to school. And so he pulls me over, and I think I saw my little green slug bug. <laughs> he was like, do you want to die? I was like, no. And he was like, drive safe. I've seen so many accidents at this intersection. You need to come to a complete stop. And I was like, okay. I'm sorry. See, I feel like my knee-jerk reaction would have been like, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> Knowing my mental state in high school, which, okay, I didn't even get my license until I was 18. Damn. Oh, too. I had to sign for my, I had to be old enough to sign for my own license just because, like, your parents. like my parents, like, it was a mess trying to be able to get them to the, the DMV, like, it was just, yeah. okay, it was this whole thing, but I had to wait until I was 18 to get my license, and 
by default, I really wasn't even driving until 21. Damn. Because, like, I was just borrowing my boyfriend's car. Damn. And so it wasn't until I bought the car that I have now at 21 that I finally started becoming the primary driver of a car. Dang. Yeah. Dang. But, like, if I could drive in high school, if I was in that situation, yeah. that officer would have die. Kind of. <laughs> kind of. Sometimes. I mean, like, Depends don't we all? <laughs> Is that not normal? <laughs> and then you get you get put in the psych ward. <laughs> uh, I can't just leave you. Yeah. So, yeah, he was pulled over the morning of. Um, so, but the night before the shooting, mm-hmm. he called one of his friends at, like, 2 in the morning, and the friend didn't answer, because... It's two, it's two in the, in the morning. morning. And he called on an unknown number. So the friend's like, two in the morning, he's like, no, nah, I'm not going to answer that. So, like, you know, when you do, like, the star 68 or whatever. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, he left a message, and it said, hey, man, it's Jared. Me and you had good times. Peace out later. Ooh. That sounds like a suicide call. Yeah. My, yeah. like, if I were that friend, my heart would have dropped to my butt. Like You've been like, I need to call it, like. I'm calling you back, like, bro, are you okay? Do you need a friend? Do you want to talk? Like, fuck, dude, yeah. Um, in a MySpace, remember MySpace? <laughs> Barely. Mostly because I did not have internet as a kid. MySpace was the shit when I was in middle school. I didn't have internet until my dad and my stepmom took custody of me, and that wasn't until I was 16. Dang. Yeah, and at that point in time, by the time I was 16, that was, that was Facebook, Facebook and even kind of Instagram, I think. That's funny. Or Twitter. I think I would have been Twitter. I was never a Twitter. But I am contemplating becoming a Twitter person Twitter. for our podcast. Okay, funny story. I got a Twitter uh, in middle school, high school. I think it was high school. Uh, to have a social media platform that I didn't have friends on so mm-hmm. that I could rant. And my friend in high school found it. And I one of the posts was ranting about her. <laughs> And so she sent me screenshots of it, and I was just like, nobody was ever supposed to see this. That's hilarious. So I gave up on social media rather quickly, uh, simply because not only are, like, humans weird and gross, (laughs) but every single time I posted anything, I would have um, one of my five parents, because, like, <laughs> oh God. my mom, my dad, my stepmom, my friend's mom, Kyle's mom, <laughs> Kyle's mom's friend, <laughs> like, one of them would feel the need to message me and be like, those shorts are too short. Oh, my God. It's not the shorts. My legs are just longer just than so fuck. Long. Okay, sorry. And, like... Like the like, and I've done photos side by side. Like, oh, I don't know what's wrong with me, but all of my friends are short. Um, but like, I at one point in time, me and my friend Mariah did like side by side photos of her wearing a pair of shorts and then me wearing a pair of shorts. And her wearing those shorts, they looked fine. They looked like they were in school regulation. No big deal. I put them on, and all of a sudden, I looked like a motherfucking hooker. Oh my god! (laughs) Like, curse you, legs. Why'd you have to be so long? I was like, these things have an inseam of four inches. Why do they look like they're giving me a bubble butt? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I wish. Yay for high school dress, Kevin. Yay for, like... Being... Yay for oh. slut-shaming children. Yeah. Ouch! <laughs> Your cat is a bitch. Could you not? Oh, that's gonna be fun to edit later. Okay, so like, okay. He calls his friend. Yeah, call his friend. Basically, sounds like a suicide. Yep. Um, and am I supposed? To... 
MySpace post the morning of the shooting at 4.12 a.m. He wrote, Goodbye, friends. Please don't be mad at me. The literacy rate is below 5%. I haven't talked to one person who is literate. I want to make it out alive. The longest war in the history of the United States. Goodbye. I'm saddened with the current currency and job employment. I had a bully at school. Thank you. P.S. Plead the fifth. And the MySpace page showed a close-up photo of a handgun sitting atop a document titled United States History. How many hours was this before? So this was at 4 in the morning. The shooting happened about 10. <sighs> also, um, after the shooting, when police were, and actually the FBI, yeah. were going through the house, they found, so that he had attended something that Gifford's had been speaking at too and she sent him like a thank you letter for attending and on the letter on the outside of the envelope he wrote die bitch cool so wonder who he was targeting uh so january 8th 2011 safeway parking lot gabrielle giffords arrived about i think just before nine because the event was supposed to start at ten um, Jared got a taxi. Because he gotten pulled over the night before. Yeah, because he gotten pulled over. He's probably feeling a little... I don't even honestly know why, but that poor well, taxi Well, think driver, about it, though, like, because his parents... Oh, yeah. His parents probably, disabled his car. I wonder if they just hadn't re-enabled it in the morning. Yeah, and he's like... I, I wonder what they did. Did they just, like, pull the spark plugs out or what? I know, right? Like... I don't know anything about cars. Car people, help me. <laughs> help, what did they do? So... The morning, yeah, so he, that poor taxi driver, for a while, was a suspect, also. Oh, like, as a... Like, the driver, as an accomplice. As an accomplice, yeah, yeah like his little getaway vehicle. Poor guy. Yeah. He's like, I was just driving, I was just doing my job, man. Um, so, Congresswoman Giffords was doing her first Congress on Your Corner, um, she was to meet with her constituents one-on-one and be able to talk to them. Um, she was very, her husband, Mark Kelly, mm-hmm. who is now, uh, Arizona congressman. Yep. Which, super great. Thank you, astronauts. Um, <laughs> uh, he, he, I watched an interview that he did and he said that, like, she was nervous about, like, like security wise because it's like she's gonna be in the public Mm -hmm. like talking well yeah like anybody who is like actually important like in office not important is the right word anybody who is in in the public in the public eye is gonna be concerned about it because if people like you people people also don't like you or people are obsessed with you yeah and so like i understand that like yeah so she was concerned but she it was really important for her to do because she really cared about, like, she cared she about did. what she did. Yeah, she had just been reelected for okay. her third term. Oh, um, which also, so uh, Lochner was registered as an independent, mm-hmm. um, and records show that he voted in the the like last two elections before this had happened. Uh, there were three elections before this had happened. The third one, he did not vote in. Okay. Um. And it was the that was when she was up for re-election, so he didn't vote in that one. Just oh, good to know. Yeah. 
It kept coming up when I was researching it. I was like, okay, got it. Yeah, like, apparently that was important. Be important. Um, cool. So, um, yeah, her husband noted she was nervous, but it's something she really wanted to do because that's her job as a congresswoman. Congressperson is to know your people. Um, he got a taxi to the grocery store. Safeway. He did not want to break a 20 to give the taxi driver. So he went inside, got the change, went back outside, and paid the taxi driver. Like. <laughs> As a taxi driver, are you really just going to sit there and wait for somebody to go get the change? Because, like, like I have zero faith in humanity. Right. I'd be like, yep, he's not coming yeah, back. Yeah, I'm going to get paid for this drive. Cool. Um, and then at some point, he goes back inside. And finds where Congresswoman Giffords is, who is speaking to a crowd. And Inside the Safeway? I, I don't... I, I thought... I always thought it was outside. Yeah, I, I, I was always in, under the impression that it happened in the parking lot. I always thought it happened inside, but I think it did happen outside. Okay, because like, I was always under the impression it was like in outside. the parking lot. Yeah. That's where all the investigations happened, and like, I'm pretty sure it was outside. Okay. I always imagined it inside, though. Weird. Yeah, I don't know why. Just standing next to the deli meat, like... Yeah, well, because it's, like, if you look at pictures, they had it set up for her to have, like, a little speaker station inside the store. Yeah. Okay. I want to understand what the event coordinator was thinking, but you do Um, you, boo. Yeah. Which, actually... Yeah. So, his target was obviously Congresswoman Giffords. Yes. He felt like she was not an adequate politician and he just had in general lost his marbles. He felt slighted, I'm sure. Yeah. And then there was some speculation with the lucid dreaming thing that people were like, well, maybe he thought he was in a dream state. Maybe something happened in one of his dream states that really just sent this home. Yeah. So, uh, 18 people were shot. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. What gun did he use? It was a nine millimeter Glock. I believe. Doesn't, wasn't Giffords a proud owner of a Glock? I don't know. I want to say she was. Did he shoot her with the same model gun that she owned? Did she own a gun? I'm pretty sure. I mean, this is Arizona. Yeah. Well, Mark Kelly did a thing where he went to like a, I think he went to a sportsman warehouse to prove how easy it was to get a gun the same way. Yeah, but his name is Mark Kelly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this, and this happened after the shooting. Okay. And he was doing it to prove a point to like, uh, as like gun regulation thing. Yeah. And he bought an AR-15. I think it's an AR-15. Yeah, probably. I don't know guns. Um, and he was like. Fun fact, AR stands for assault rifle. What? Right. What does AK stand for? Is it an AK thing? Assault. Killer. I was gonna say <laughs> kill. Uh, assault killer. Oh. Um. Okay, so Gabrielle Giffords, the third woman in Arizona's history to be elected to the U.S. Congress. Fancy. Okay, so I'll put that on the back burner and I'll confirm or deny that if I'm able to find that on anything. But okay. I'm pretty sure I remember that she owned that she had owned that. I don't know if that was just. Like media hoopla, but I feel like I remember that fact from when it happened. Mm-hmm. The shooting occurred at ten ten. An hour and a minute away from getting to make a wish. <laughs> okay. Um. So yeah, he 
opened fire. Uh, Gabrielle Giffords was his main target. She was shot in the head and miraculously survived. I'm okay. I do not condone this kind of bullshit ever. Um, but I am like very impressed with his ability to, shoot her in the to head? buy a gun. Yeah. And make one of his first shots ever. Because I'm assuming he didn't just go out into the desert and target practice. I'm going to guess he did. You think he did? I think he did. Because I mean, he had a shotgun and his parents confiscated. No, I'm talking about that gun that oh, day. Oh, that gun specifically. That yeah. specific gun that he bought less than 24 hours from using it. Yeah. If there, like, I don't know if there's any record of him having shot it beforehand, but like for anybody who's ever shot a gun, especially one that has shot a new gun or one that has been in storage for a while, you have to dial it in. Like you have to fix the, any if it has sights, you have to fix the sights. Like. So he actually bought the gun November 30th, 2010. Oh, so then he so went he and bought, bought that ammo. So the he, ammo is what yeah, he bought that the night. ammo is what he bought. All right, so then let's double back. Okay, so... So he purchased the 9mm Glock pistol uh, November 30th. So September, he gets kicked out of school. Yep, September he gets kicked out. November, he purchases this gun. Mm -hmm. Okay, so then he has time to get to you. Okay, okay. He, he probably, yeah, so he probably was going out into the desert to... Okay, that makes more sense. And then the night before the shooting, he goes and he gets the ammo, gets pulled over. Yeah, so he went to a Walmart... Near the Foothills Mall to purchase the ammunition, but left, but he left, and he completed the purchase at the Walmart on Cordero. Probably because he didn't have the ammo, because that, sh that store always has nothing. That's funny. Um, yeah, he was stopped by Officer Alan Edward at 7.34 a.m. Oh for running a red light. 7.34 a.m., like three hours before the shooting. <sighs> So then, on his way home from buying ammo at 7.30 in the morning, he goes home. Probably gets all of his stuff gets ready. Gets everything ready, and then takes a, takes taxi, a taxi because he's antsy. Yeah. And then he shoots. Um, do we have an order of, of operations as far as, like, bullet pathways? Uh, they did, like, recreate it, but I, I didn't watch it, so... It is out there. I'm so grateful wanna... that you really, really went ham on it. I was just like the honestly the part that I stopped when I first started was um, so here's the list of his victims, the people who were fatally shot. Uh, Christina Taylor Green. Is this the little girl? She was nine years old. This one kills me. I wrote so... down that and I was like, I'm done. I can't. So okay, that's the one. Like that always struck me about this case yeah. because that little girl was there because she wanted to be she was interested in politics a politician so she was in third grade she had recently been elected the student council um and she was interested in becoming a politician so her neighbor took her to the to saturday's event to learn more about government and to see gabrielle Gifford speak and in the interview that I watched with them, Mark Kelly did. So the neighbor survived. Yeah. The neighbor was shot four times, but. <gasps> Jesus but Christ. Yeah. So the neighbor, yeah. So shot four times, um, but is not amongst the. Deceased. Deceased. So I'm guessing they survived and told the story. But before the shooting happened, the neighbor had bent down to Christina and told her, you can be. Like, you can be just like Gabby when you, you get older. You can be anything you want to do. And then 
That's the last thing she heard. Yeah, it's, yeah. And so this is a little girl. Okay. So, um, I, I knew this from, again, watching everything when I was little, but this was a little girl who died from the bullet that went through Gabby's head. Oh, really? So, so, um, I remember as all of this had unfolded that she was, she was shot in the head. Mm -hmm. It entered and then exited. Yeah. And the bullet that exited her went into went into this little girl. Remind me her name again. Christina Taylor Green. Little Taylor, little Christina Taylor. She was Taylor. rushed to the hospital and did not make, did it. Not make it. So I want to say that is that is the little girl. Like unless there's another little nope, girl. No, it's only little girl. But I just remember losing a lot of faith in politics because yeah. this young aspiring politician. Yeah. And died she, and she from the there. bullet that went through the yeah, politician that lived. Yeah. And, like, for some reason, in my mind, as a little angsty teen, I was like, yep, that's how the world fucking works. Yeah, a little kid dies, but this person who was, took a bullet to the head is fine. She's, like, she's alive. Have you heard her speak? I have not. So, like, she... Her, she definitely has suffered. She's some. suffered, yeah. But she she's able to... I remember watching the videos of talk. her learning how to walk again. Yeah. And then, like, learning how to talk again. And it's, like... I don't know. It's kind of crazy how it's, like... you can, She took a bullet through the brain, and she's still able to, like... Like, it's not smooth, yeah. obviously, but, like... The, those neuropathways are jumping a little harder than they needed to. Yeah, and something that she said... Uh, like, has communicated. It's really frustrating. I actually have recently heard some of an interview with her on NPR, um, how it's, like, really frustrating because she'll have, like, the word, but she's not able to... To put it out. To, like, form it. Yeah. Because it's just, like, so it's there, but it's not. Um, so, uh, the other victims were Gabe Zimmerman, who was 30, and he was Gifford's director of community outreach. So he directed this whole thing. My lord. Um, Phyllis, Phyllis Schnick, 79, Darwin Stoddard, 76, and Dorothy Morris, 76, and federal judge John Roll. So. A lot of high profile. Yeah. And then federal judge, so he was killed, and. Uh, he attempted to kill Gifford, so on his list of charges is, um, like, the assassination of a federal yep. office. Person of federal office. Yeah. That's yeah. intense. Yeah, so when I was researching this and I was like, I want li- to write down all the victims and make sure to talk about them, I wrote down Christina's and I was like, I can't do this. Like, oh my god. That neighbor probably... Yeah. And then, like, as a mother, you just were, like... Like, your kid <sighs> is... Yeah. Alrighty, so he... So he starts shooting, and then he then, gets, he then gets tackled yeah. by my fiancé's co-worker's husband. Yep, and so he was among the list of 18 people who were shot, but he was shot while he was tackling. So it was more of a graze than it was yeah. a full wound. Okay. So, uh... There was, I think, t- one person, so they, I think two people, like, 
I don't want to say two people tackled him, but, like, somebody tackled him, and then somebody had got his gun. That's the important part. Wanted to shoot him. No! And the other guy was like, dude, don't shoot him. Like, drop the gun, drop the weapon, like... Nope, this motherfucker needs to stand trial. I don't care if he looks like a human thumb. Nah. Oh, wait, no, he still has hair at this point. Okay. Yeah, he still has hair at this point. And then mugshot of Lochner taken by U.S. Marshals on June 22nd. 2011. Look at the gall of this guy smirking. Yeah, no, that eye Smirk. definitely is like a black eye. It's a black eye. That's why it looks sunken in. It's just darker. Yeah. Okay, so uh, when he went to court, um, the I don't think his parents were present. None of his family was. Uh, Supportive lot that shit is. I mean, don't get me wrong. Probably shouldn't be supportive of your kid who decides to do a mass shooting. But Especially if you were like, I don't know about his mental state, I'm going to stop him from driving anywhere and take away his gun. Something. So strange. Yeah. Some people just want to not have anything wrong. Yeah, like maybe if I just hide it and push it away, it'll... I mean, like, in my, in my career, like, I've seen, I like, I've interacted with parents who refuse to have their children tested because they don't want to label their children with something like ADD, ADHD, autism, Asperger's, anything but like, it's that. like that. Label, but like that label could help you. Like don't get me wrong. The way America handles like schooling is is janked. Yeah. However, being able to reach a diagnosis with your doctor is gonna help you better give your child those tools to succeed. Yes. Because then at least you know, like, okay, ADHD, so we gotta, you know. Like, I also understand not wanting to just drug up your kid. Yeah, and, like, you don't, you can get a diagnosis and not drug them. Yeah, no, Adderall sucks. Like, and uh, my younger brother was diagnosed with ADHD, and he was on medication, and it always made me really sad. There were days where you could tell he didn't take his medication, and my parents would be like, you didn't take your meds this morning, did you? And it's just like, wow, cool. So, like, I don't know. Like, again, you're saying that there's something wrong with me now because I'm me and I didn't take my medication. Like, they'd be mad at him. <sighs> no, just mental health in general in America needs to be improved. Yeah, it like, needs we to be need destigmatized. To... Yes. It needs to become a part of your, I don't know, yearly visit to also be able to talk to a therapist. Like, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Lacking. Severely lacking. Because I would love to talk to a therapist, but it's so fucking expensive. Dude. And it's not included on, like, your health insurance, usually. So. He pled guilty. Well, that's good. Yeah. To, uh, 19 charges. Okay. I'm um, sure every bullet he fired in them. Yeah. Two first-degree murder of federal employees. Okay. Four, first-degree murder, um, attempted murder of a member of Congress, two, attempted murder of federal employees, and ten, attempted first-degree murder. So is that just a charge for every person he injured and... Okay. Yeah. Um, He is serving seven life sentences without parole and an additional 140 years. Good. So he's just there. He's just there, yeah. He is at Federal Medical Center in Rochester. Rochester, 
in Minnesota. Oh, so, it, like, that's not... Yeah. Oh, and they couldn't do, uh, when they were... No, they couldn't do it here. They, they had to relocate, I'm sure. They did it. They did the trial in Phoenix, but no Arizona judge would do it. Hmm. They all, like, recused themselves. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. So, it, I think it was... Who tried? Yeah, it's like uh, seven years, seven life sentences plus 140 years. Like that's crazy. Like I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm happy he's not at all ever oh, possible to yeah. get into the public, which is like good. Oh, oh, I forgot this part. So, um, he had a job at Quiznos, and um. His manager said he'd undergone a personality transformation, and, like, uh, he was fired. Yeah. He volunteered at a local animal shelter, which I'm assuming was pack, walking dogs, but he was eventually asked not to return. How can you walk dogs wrong? It's not that hard. Left foot, right foot, so, keep on going. <laughs> so the shelter manager later said he was walking dogs in an area we didn't want dogs walked. He didn't understand or comprehend what the supervisor was trying to tell him. He was just resistant to that information. So like, yo, don't walk him over there. And he's like, yo, I'm going to walk him over there. And they're like, yo, stop on So, because, like, I know, like, back before Pack moved, they would just walk the dogs around Silver Bell Lake. Because yeah. they were, like, right there. Now, again, we live in the desert. Silver Bell Lake isn't a lake. It's a little <laughs> it's, concrete yeah. pond like that was man-made. Lake. And, like, it sucks. So yeah. it's not that big. No. And so they would take, like, two dogs at a time and walk them around the lake and then walk back up to Pack, which mm-hmm. is up on the little hill not too far away. So, like, where was he walking the dogs? Was he just walking them straight down Silver I'm Bell? I'm guessing he was walking them into, like, the, like, the desert area. Because, like, like, there's not much out there. It's just houses and... And the lake. And a lake and a two-lane road. Not even. Or, yeah, two-lane, like, one, one each way. way. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, he couldn't even do that right. <laughs> That's so sad. Yeah. Jesus fucking Christ. So. Okay, so that was Jared Lofner. That was Jared Lofner. I wish we had more on him. That's crazy. <laughs> but, like, so he likes some psychedelics. Yeah, psychedelics, lucid dreaming. Nice. I mean, I wish I could believe in nothing. That would be great. Thank Alrighty, so it only took me until episode three to finally do it. But guess what, guys? What did we do? We have an Instagram now. Insta! Okay, to be fair, um, it's episode three for you guys, but, like, we haven't launched anything yet, so this is going to be launched at the start of all of the episodes. I don't know what I'm going to do about that, but whatever. Um, so we have an Instagram. It is casual underscore casualties underscore podcast. Casual casualties podcast. Um, and we're on Instagram now, and we're going to have little, um... Oh, we should upload his mugshot to the... Yes, we are. So, um, much like a lot of the podcasters before us, we are going to have updates, and we're going to have, like, mugshots and photos and stuff like that that correlate with each of our cases, stuff like that. you can put, you can put the, uh, the YouTube video on there, too. Yes, we'll add a link to that YouTube video, uh, episode... 
One, I already have some pictures of javelinas posted. It's going to be great. I know that's exactly what everybody wanted to hear. <laughs> uh, we also have an email. So if you want to send us any kind of listener stories, if you want to send us feedback, anything like that, fair warning, any and all positive and negative feedback that we get can and will be read on air yep. so come at me bro yeah um we're of a mind that if you're gonna roast us you might as well do it on the on on a, on a wide open platform <laughs> yeah. shout it to the world shout it to the world so uh good bad the ugly hit us with it we're gonna we'll do what we will with it um send us some of your requests send us some of your personal stories maybe you know if you knew jared lofner if you knew any of the other people that we talk about anything like that hit us up i want to hear it that is going to be casual casualties podcast at gmail.com both becca and i have access to that so we will be responding when we have the time yeah i'll probably just be sitting there at 2 a.m staring at my phone like (laughs) Oh no, oh, that's not a that's that's just I was like that's that's just another useless email from Michael's. Oh, it's just Target. Oh, tar- <laughs> Yours is Target, mine is Michael's. Same difference, right? So there we go. We have an email. We have an Instagram. Hit us up. I'm super excited. Hit me up. It's a mute. Alrighty. Mute. Are you ready? Saying goodbye is hard sometimes. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> That's a wrap. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining us on our casual crusade. Yay. Yay.